Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. We are wrapping up our slashers discussion, which is part of our horror celebration. We still have one more week of horror to go, and then we'll be done with that, which I'm both sad and kind of like, okay, maybe I need a break from it, but I'm still really sad to be wrapping up horror. But we are going to be talking about the granddaddy of slashers, I think, is Jason and the Friday the 13th series. This may not be my favorite. It's actually my least favorite of the ones we're talking about. Even though Jason is looking at me right now. <laughs> Susie's wearing her Jason mask. She's leaving. So she... <laughs> but these are my least favorite. But I'm excited to talk about them. I have... I, I like them more now than I did when I was younger. But this should be a fun conversation. I got two great panelists here. Unfortunately, Sasha couldn't make this one. So she will not be on this one, sadly. So this is so Halloween was the wrap up of her on our horror um, episodes because she will not be on our episode next week either. But before I have my guests tell me what they're into right now, just a quick housekeeping note that we are, of course, on Patreon. And I'm hoping that we have our Lucifer episode up. It's been crazy busy for me, everyone. So I'm sorry. We do have it recorded as a bonus episode. I just need to edit it and put it on there. I'm hoping by the time this has dropped, since this is Friday when this is dropped, that hopefully that will be on there when we're talking about the finale. But go on over there, join for as little as three bucks a month. You'll get some bonus content. The more you give us, the more you get as well. Also, remember we have a TikTok now, <laughs> which I don't understand TikTok. I'm so old. But we're on there and I'm trying to learn it. I'm trying to cultivate our TikTok so that we get actually cool recommendations and not the stuff we were getting. It's changed a little bit since we followed some more people. But go follow us over there. It's a lot of fun. So Megan, who has not been on, I think uh, was the last one to all the boys. Was that the last one you were on, Megan? I think that might have been. Uh, I think it was the Drag oh, no, it was, Race one. Yes, that's right. It was RuPaul. That's right. <laughs> the, boys, the boys one, though, my whole uh, spiel on um, what would have happened afterwards. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was hilarious. Yes. So I'm happy to have you back. So what are you into right now? Uh, so Netflix has really been speaking to me lately. Um, I've actually just started Lucifer because all of my friends were talking about it and I got a little bit of FOMO and I was like, ooh, it's time. Now that it's like over, <laughs> like, <laughs> that way I don't have to wait. Like that's a big thing for me. I'm so impatient. 
And I think that he's one of my favorite characters to ever exist. But I also finished up the final season for On My Block and I was in tears. Loved Oscar and how he was portrayed in that as well as Jamal and some of the other characters. So I, I, I was sad to see it go, but I'm glad Netflix wrapped it up. Um, I would have made some different choices on it, but it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. All I know is I want a spooky Nomi. He's he's a little homie. Uh, Chivo makes these little gnomes of the, um, the gang members that have since passed potentially or, or have just left the gang. And uh, one of them was Oscar, whose previous name was Spooky. And I really want one now. And I just want like all the little gnomies, the little <laughs> homies. Um, so that's my goal to maybe make this in the future. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I haven't watched that show. I should add it to my ever-growing long list. I know someday we should probably do an episode on it. We'll see. <laughs> awesome. And then Susie, who is also in a Jason mask. So Susie, what are you into right now? So I recently found out that Anthony Head did a Rocky Horror production where he was, of course, Rocky. And I've been listening to his recordings of that of that musical. And oh yeah. my God, it's such a treat. Such a treat. <laughs> treat yourselves and just go listen to them. Look them up on YouTube. It's a good time. It's really fun. I am definitely awesome. going to have to check that out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard of the Bridgerton, uh, the new thing the girls on TikTok came out with. They came out with a whole album of Bridgerton musical songs. Yeah, they did. That. They did a whole musical. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is, it's, it's very much, like, similar to the Ratatouille thing that happened during quarantine. Yes. That they just made a Ratatouille musical based off of one song that one girl made. See, Susie and Megan need to teach me and the other Aaron how to use TikTok. <laughs> Just the best. I mean, we get a lot of views, but to learn TikTok, I, I, I need... I need you both to help us. <laughs> oh, I know nothing about editing. I just know about like no, not editing content and then no, sending no, what, it. <laughs> what kind of content we should be sending is what I mean. Like not editing or putting it on there, just what we should be. Yeah, yeah. And this is Aaron. And uh, the new season of You is out. I, I don't really know what to think of it yet. So I, I don't know if I'd really necessarily recommend it. I do recommend going back and listening to our episode on You from last year because I love that episode. But... I, <laughs> I have a feeling I'm not going to like this season. I, and I, I don't want to think that, but I, I'm worried I might not. But I'm only like two episodes in, so it'll probably take me another year to finish it with the way my schedule is. But, you know, I, I do like seeing Scott Speedman. He hasn't really said much yet, but I do like seeing Scott Speedman because I love Scott Speedman. Ben forever. Um, <laughs> I'm always going to be a Ben girl. I don't care. I am always going to be one. So that's, that's fun. So that's kind of what I'm into right now. Okay, so let's get into Friday the 13th. So I want to first talk about Jason and get your overall thoughts on Jason. And then after we get the overall thoughts, we're going to talk about the hot cocoa rating for Jason as well. So <laughs> so first, Megan, what are your overall thoughts on Jason? Do you like Jason? <laughs> Which is a weird thing to ask, but... He's not my favorite. I'm not going to lie. I am always and will forever be a Michael Myers uh, girl, as well as Dr. Loomis. Uh, <laughs> that mm -hmm. duo is just has me in a chokehold. Uh, but <laughs> Jason, what I will give him is, you know, he, he's not so over the top. He went for something simple like a hockey mask. And I, I think that's innovative in itself. Like, it's very easy. Like, if that one breaks, you can give him a new one. Um, <laughs> but... 
I think it was my true introduction to what a mommy's boy was. Because, like, I didn't really, like, talk to boys when I was younger. I watched a lot of movies. And one of them was Friday the 13th. And I realized that there was something, like, just not clicking right mentally. And, like, I, as a young adult, I've connected that, obviously, to my past experiences. And I'm like, man, some of these boys are like him. Like, hmm. <laughs> Um, but I am currently dating a Jason. I used to date a Voorhees. So um, I clearly have a fascination wow. with that stereotype. So, but overall, the, his movies, I do like them. The most significant one I remember growing up, which I used to be super excited about, was the Freddy Krueger versus Jason movie. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I still think that the way Jason went at the end was odd. But, you know... It's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just think they're director uh, choices that could have been different, but he's got some innovative kills. I will say that super innovative kills in mm-hmm. the sense of like, I think he influenced a lot of future like slasher and even just like kind of horror stories in that capacity. So that's kind yeah. of my overall thoughts on him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, he's very creative. <laughs> he gets creative. He's not just about, using the machete or a knife or anything. He's, he'll be, use a sleeping bag. We're going to bring that up and in, in, in honor of Sasha, we'll bring that up in a little bit too. But Susie, you're wearing a Jason mask right now. Our, our audience can't see this, of course. But if you go and watch our Slashers Horror Trivia Night, you'll be able to see it. So Susie, do you like Jason or where do you rank Jason in the Slashers that we've talked about so far? So I first off want to say that I do not condone the action <laughs> taken by Jason in any of his movies. Yeah, none of us condone this, by the way. We don't condone murder. <laughs> no. But out of all of the slasher, Jason is my favorite. Like Aww. my he's my number one. Michael's the number two. I'm sorry, Michael. Don't, like, come for me. But, yeah, I feel like I'm the only one. I'm like, I'm so located. It's just, oh, he's just lumbering through life, just <laughs> killing his way through the youths. That's what it is. You don't like the youths, so that's what Yeah, it is. I don't like the youths. Listen, I even though I am 24 years old, I have the spirit of an aged, like, eternal being that's been here far too long. <laughs> And I have little patience for the youths of today and yesteryear and a future year. So, yeah, I just, I, I have no patience for that. And just seeing him slicing his way through through the youths, slicing, dicing, battering them I, around. I just, yeah. You love it. I, oh, it's a good time. For me, at least, yeah. Her use of the word lumber is still having me hooked. That was excellent. This is why she's the Jason. (laughs) Yep, yep. And I'll ask you soon, because I have a feeling about what kind of hot cocoa Jason is going to get. But I'll ask you in a minute. Uh, Because if you've been listening to our past episodes, Susie does determine, you know, what kind of hot cocoa these murderers get. So we will be talking about that in just a second. I'm sorry, Susie, but Jason is my least favorite. <laughs> She's pulling out her machete of all the ones we've talked about. When I was younger, I I hated, hated these movies. Like, 
hated them. I think it was because to me, it was just like, uh, there was nothing else to it except for tits and ass and murder. And it was like nothing else beyond that. And <laughs> Jason just shrugged. So to me, it was just kind of like, uh, there was no point to him. And it's funny that the older I got, the more I appreciated them because I think they are fun. They're campy fun. Jason, I, I was saying today, cause I was binging Friday the 13th movies, which I do not recommend doing, <laughs> at least for me. It was a little bit like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm done. I can't, I was kind of bored uh, by the end. <laughs> by, by the time I finished Jason Takes Manhattan, I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't do any more of this. But with that lumbering thing, he is just like this huge honking specimen. I mean, of all of the slashers we are talking about, he is probably the strongest one you know, even, I mean, as the most, as it goes on, like in the, I believe it was the sixth or seventh one, one of those, they're all bleeding together, but I think it was the seventh one. And you see his face and it's just like this different kind of being. It's like, he's not even, there's no hu human, there's not a human in there anymore. And the effects are really cool, but he is this, this lumbering, bulking, huge specimen that nothing can hurt nothing can harm and his only motivation is to kill 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 and he has no discernment like whereas with michael michael sometimes doesn't kill somebody and you think he's going to kill somebody he doesn't jason kills everybody it's just indiscriminatory it's just like you're in my way i'm just going to kill you i might get distracted and kill someone else but i'm going to kill you and find different creative ways so it's funny that, and once again, disclosure that we do not promote violence. We don't think anyone should murder people. We're not, you know, that kind of stuff. Just a full disclosure there, full disclaimer. We aren't saying we approve of what Jason does. But what's funny about these movies, as opposed to the other ones, is I very rarely ever root for anybody, any of the humans in these movies. <laughs> I will be honest, because some of the stuff they do is so stupid and dumb, and some of the dialogue is so poorly written, that I'm just kind of like, whatever, I just kind of want to see the more creative kill and how Jason is going to kill this person. Which sounds horrendous, I understand, but I think it's just kind of the point of the movies. I think that's where they kind of went to. I don't think there's any deep message to these movies. I don't think there's anything else they're trying to talk about. Whereas I think with all the other ones we have talked about, I think there is some underlying things that they are trying to talk about, but I don't think these are at all. I don't think there's any message to them. It's just, let's see how that we can rack up the body count. We'll show some tits and ass for the guys and that's it. So it's just, that's the way I view them. And that's why I always had a problem with them, honestly. But now I kind of see the fun in them and, and watching them today, which after, like I said, after a while, I was like, I can't do this anymore. But watching a bunch of them today, it was fun at first. It was really fun. I was laughing a lot, which I know sounds ridiculous to people who don't watch these, but I was laughing. And yeah, so they're, 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 they're fun. I think Jason is the only one out of all of these that when I'm watching it, that's what's so weird. I'm rooting more for him than the others, even though Michael Myers and Halloween is my favorite, always will be. But I want to know now, Susie, then, because I know that Jason is your favorite. So what kind of hot cocoa does Jason get? Okay, listen. I'm going to base this also on quantity. So Jason, he's my sweet baby boy. <laughs> so he gets nothing. Okay, so I'm going to make him some good American, like homemade 
hot cocoa, wow. the cream, and the and the fun little like I'll make him like fun little marshmallow machete shapes, like oh, marshmallows. Put them in there. Do they do one of those like Pirelli sticks, you know? And then, <laughs> and then once we get that in his system, I'm gonna bundle up in like a nice like homemade blanket as well, like a little, nice little quilt to remind him of his mom. Stick him in a cute in a in a comfy sweater, like his once mom. He, yeah. But not the exact one, because it might be a little musty-dusty, so not that. A new one, though, like, similar. Just to remind him of his mom, you know, because he really loves her. He really loves her. He really cares for her. Anyway. Then, after that, I'm going to serve him up a second hot cocoa, but this one, my style. So it's going to be, like, a Mexican hot cocoa. Whoa. I'm going to make him first uh, chocolate abuelita. I'm going to use that. That's my preferred favorite. Um, I'm going to also give him the option of Ibarra, which is like not my preferred taste of hot chocolate for Mexican hot chocolate. Chocolate bonita is where it's at, but I'm going to, I'm going to give him the option of both. So whichever one he feels more inclined towards. And he can also have like a nice, a nice little like concha with the shape of a skull on it. It's going to be so cute. Some pan de muerto as well, you know, just like make this real comfy and nice for him. Then we'll just, we'll just watch some fun movies. You know, some comedies. It'd be great. Wow. He he is getting everything. He's getting two hot chocolates, two different kinds of hot chocolates. I think you're going even more out for him than our bribery we have out there right now on the table for anyone. He's who wants my to be sweet baby guest. boy. He's my favorite <laughs> slasher. What what else do you want? <laughs> That's awesome though. That's oh my gosh. Wow, Jason. Jason yeah. is it, Jason is getting the red carpet treatment yeah. in the hot cocoa land. Yeah, wow. I mean, he also seems, like, very, like, well, he's had, like, you know, a tough, however, like, 50, 70, like, he had a tough <laughs> bunch of years. He's had tough know? decades. He's had tough decades, you know, and he's, like, probably tired from killing all the youths and all these, like, fun, creative ways, because that takes innovation. That takes innovation. And so, just yeah. getting more violent every time, too. Yeah, I mean, he does, man. Because he's tired. He's like, I'm going to get this out of my life. He's angry, too. He's yeah. very angry. He's like, why would you stop with the unprotected sex? <laughs> like, use the condom, goddammit. Do you yes, ever think that he would have made a good priest or, like, a pope? <laughs> because, honestly, <laughs> else, I get that vibe Yo, from him. Like, <laughs> I feel like if he'd grown up, yes. I feel like like if Jason were allowed to be aged into a teen, he would have gone along very well with the Angela from like the second or third Sleepaway movie, you know, where she's like, you can't have premarital sex, you can't oh, do yeah. drugs. Like they would be <laughs> best friends in my like head <laughs> canon. Like they would be besties. Totally. Singing camp songs, you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can totally see that. I want to see that spinoff. I know yeah. there are all these legal issues right now with Jason, you know but I want to see that spinoff. Like, I can also very easily see him being, like, the one of the counselors at the, like, the camp where Wednesday goes to, and he's just backing <laughs> her up. He's, like, backing her up against, like, all the nonsense from the other two camp counselors, and the other kids, he's like, yeah, she's like, do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start a fire. Here's the matches. Like he would totally like egg her on. 
Like, yes. Like him, Angela, and Wednesday. Can I get that duo in a camp, please? I would love that. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Hollywood, are you listening? Any of the directors that listen to this? Any writers? Any th- Not Ryan Murphy. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that nonsense. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. I don't Ryan want Murphy. you near this. Ryan Murphy, you're not allowed to touch this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you did 1984, which I loved, but you're not allowed to touch this one. Yeah. <laughs> Only if you bring the vibes from 1984, maybe, maybe. And maybe if Finn is also oh, like the God. other camp counselor who's Don't friends with Jason. <laughs> maybe then maybe maybe the 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 council will have to convene and then decide whether you will be allowed (laughs) you bring finn yeah that's our bargaining chip for a lot of things now (laughs) is finn involved is finn whitrock involved okay we're on board (laughs) that's amazing oh my gosh that was amazing i love both of you that was that was incredible too Susie. oh my gosh I love that Jason got such amazing hot cocoa. That was incredible. <laughs> so I want to know, what, Megan, what are your top three in the franchise? If you have them. <laughs> I can't really say I do. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stick to the fact that the only really interesting one to me <laughs> was the Freddy Krueger one. But that's just because Freddy Krueger is such an interesting man. Yeah. And I love him. And it was like voicing both him and Jason. Like he was doing all the work. And I was was, like, wow. I was like, this is a true, this is a true slasher. Like, like you the fact fact that you have to do all the work. Like that's why I think it would never work out with Michael versus Jason. There would just be nothing. Like, like there'd just be no dog. It It would just be kind of sad in that aspect. Um but yeah, there'd be a lot of like hell tilt and just yep. staring at each other. <laughs> You'll feel the intensity through the masks. <laughs> the first one is such a classic, especially with the mother and everything and just how that all played out. And I think it's I think it's the first one for me. Like that one will always hold a special place in my heart just because like, yeah, like it was kind of trashy and there were a lot of sex and things and inappropriateness but at the same time you just saw this other twisted side of it with Jason and his past and I I don't know it always caught me it hooked me and that's why I think I like him uh Mm -hmm. and I think that one will always and forever be my favorite but um in honor of Sasha the one with the uh sleeping bag is also a really good one (laughs) but we'll get there there. Yeah, we have to mention that because Sasha couldn't be here. And she's like, you have to mention the sleeping bag. And yes, that is one of the best kills ever. It's very memorable. So, Susie, what are your three favorites? Okay, um, can I do four since Megan <laughs> yes. only did one? <laughs> yes, and since okay. this is your favorite, yes. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, it's like in no particular order. Um, I am well aware of the hypocrisy of me saying this. Um, <laughs> that I said in the nightmare episode that I didn't like when they turned Freddy into a Looney Tunes character. Yeah. Um, however, in <laughs> in Jason X, <laughs> whoa, we're gonna mention Jason X and favorites. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> then see, he's had even a rough couple millennia, just like killing the youths. Like it's it's just so funny that in that movie, orgasms are his alarm clock that like wake him up <laughs> to start killing. It's just like the ah, and then he just jumps up like, who's having sex? Who's doing it? I'm a coming. <laughs> <laughs> he is truly like, the most absent. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, like that's it's just so silly, so silly, and like he gets rebuilt by nanobites. <laughs> it's just hilarious, and I'm well aware of the hypocrisy of this, but it's just it's most likely because he's my favorite slasher. But it's just so funny. <laughs> um. One of my other favorites is the, I think it's the seventh one? No, six. Six. Roman numerals confuse me. It's the sixth one. <laughs> Jason lives. It's kind of like the first glimpse that we get of zombie Jason. And it's the first time that he realizes that he has, like, almost super strength. Because mm-hmm. after he 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 kills one of the wayward youths. He's just holding on to a severed arm and he kind of looks at it like, well, this is new. Yeah. I can use this. Ooh! Like, that's it's like, like that light bulb switch goes off and he's like, ah, yes. The murders can be more dynamic now. <laughs> Friday 2, I also really like because it's it has, like, one of my, like, favorite and probably most memorable like final girls i really like that Ginny kind of uses her like studies and psychology to kind of like kind of like mess around with jason and try to out uh, with him and survive him i really enjoyed that and it also has also really fun kills and like special effects and like okay this to round up my four (laughs) my fourth favorite is Jason versus Carrie. I mean, sorry. Versus Tina. Carrie. Versus Tina. Yeah, because yeah. she is like Carrie. Yeah, she's, she's supposed to be like Carrie. She's yeah. a telekinetic teenager. <laughs> Again, so silly. Oh, it's just, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. Yeah, those are, and those are like my top um four films. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, no, the second one is my favorite i think that's a really good film actually i think it's and i think jenny and we'll get to the final girls here in a minute i think jenny is one of the best final girls ever period i love her i think she's great uh i think the first one is still just a classic i think it's really good i like you know the twist in it where it is the mom who's doing the killing and it's not jason and i do oh and back to the second one I also like the fact, and people always forget this, that Jason did not wear the hockey mask until the third one. So Jason had the, you know, potato sack thing. And there was something a little bit scarier about that than than the hockey mask, I think. I think the potato sack, I don't know. There was something where he wasn't up to his full strength yet, I think. It's like you kind of see him kind of growing into that because he's got the potato sack on and... And then he grows into the hockey mask, I think, is when he starts getting a little bit more strength and a little bit more confidence. (laughs) When 
which <laughs> I really do think that's true. I, you know, and confidence in what he's doing and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I, I love the second one a lot and the first one. And then, you know, it, it, I would say for the third one, I really did like, you know, to choose. I was like, well, eh, I'm not sure. But I'd probably go, since Freddy versus Jason was already mentioned, I will go with my alternate on this one, actually. And I, and I will say, mainly because of how cheesy and corny it is to watch the third one. And the reason I say the third one is because this was in 3D. So when you watch it now and you watch all the ridiculous things that they did because they were going to make it 3D, like the yo-yo going towards the camera, these ridiculous things that you're like, why would you even care about that being in 3D, first of all? And so all these ridiculous shots. So you just count all the ridiculous shots. And that's why it's such a, it's so much fun because it's stupid. And plus the score, the amazing disco score in the third one is incredible. The disco version of, I mean, because I think this has a great score anyway, but the disco version of it is just, <laughs> it's hilarious. It is so, so funny. So I, I, yeah, I have to, I, so I'm going to give it an honorable mention because I know a lot of people that love this franchise don't actually like the third one very much, but I'm going to give that a, that a honorable mention there just because it's so hilarious it's just so ridiculous and silly and i think that's the point that the franchise decided we're just going to go full-on camp and they just kept upping the camp with each new one so yeah because i think the first two they were trying to go more the scary route and i'm not saying that these other ones can't scare people i just think that they decided we're just going to up the camp factor the further we go along and i think that started with the third one so what is your least favorite of them, Megan? Uh, my least favorite is actually the third one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. That's fine. I understand it's a start. I do like the, I do love the soundtrack. I will give you that. That soundtrack is. It's amazing. Texas. But the third one always just kind of had me scratching my head a little bit just because I feel like he was still trying to figure it out on who he was as a character. And I don't even blame him. He, You know what? He was great as a slasher. Like, he's doing his best, okay? I blame yeah. the directors. Like, they just didn't really have a full sense of direction on how they really wanted to go yet. They were just still testing the waters. And I'm like, I'm someone that I, if you're going campy, you got to go all the way with me. Um, and that's why I enjoy things like Rocky mm -hmm. Horror Picture Show and stuff like that because – it's full on like you dive straight in you don't get any sort of like dipping of toes or anything it's just the full experience so um that's the only reason for me but um they all kind of sit the same otherwise but that one's just like a little less only slightly though just because i forgot about x though you were right about that you hit that on the nail Susie. that one is another good one like mm, okay but i'll let Susie take over because she is our true jason expert here <laughs> yeah so which one do you not like then Susie? unless you're least okay favorite? listen <laughs> no hate but some hate i don't like what is it the ninth one jason oh jason goes to hell that, yeah. Oh my god, that is just crazy cuckoo bonkers banana pants. Like, I can't. I, no. No. Like, he turns into a, a weird, like, parasitic slug that just, like, yeah. transfers to people through different orifices. Mm -hmm. And the way he enters one of his peoples is not okay. 
Jason, I expected better from you, and I'm very disappointed. Very disappointed. <laughs> you can tell everybody how that happens. I bet, yeah, okay, so um, I don't remember the character's name, but so Jason, like, he he's basically, like, body jumping via being a weird little slug. And one of the ways that he body jumps into one of his people is that he goes up a woman's up a woman's skirt and presumably enters through the puss. I'm not like, <laughs> I just, who knows? Or the ass. I don't know. The hoo-ha. Just, the hoo-ha. <laughs> the wazoo. He goes through the wazoo. And yeah, just he goes through that empanada. And I'm like, no, Jason, no, that's not okay. That's not okay. Sir. The empanada. Sir. You ask for consent first, and even then, you wait for an emphatic yes. If not, then move on to the next person, but you do not enter through empanadas. That's not okay. Always ask for consent, people. Always ask for consent. Yes. It is key. Anywho, but something, like, even though I, like, really dislike that film, something that I find really funny is that that movie connects, connects, um, the Evil Dead universe to the Jason universe, which I think That's is just true. hilarious. And I think that means that Jason is technically a deadite. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they wanted to do like a crossover thing. I believe they wanted to do one of those, but yeah. yeah. I know the director was like, well, because I think Sam Raimi lent him the, the Necronomicon mm-hmm. and the director was just like, oh my god, this is great. And so I'm choosing to say that Jason is a deadite, so he's a deadite! Yay! <laughs> it's just so silly. <laughs> like, all, like, like through that, Jason is connected not only to, like, the Evil Dead universe, but also the Scream universe and the Nightmare universe. Mm-hmm. I just... Someone find a connection to, like, Michael Myers <laughs> so it can have, like, that that quad, quad, quadruplefecta or whatever that word for that is called. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 yeah, exactly. Quadruple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that one is, I, I actually saw that one in a drive-in. <laughs> oh, I would have started the car and left. Sorry. <laughs> I started, but everybody, the last scene, you know, in, the, in that movie, everybody cracked up and, and laughed because that is the one with the last scene where his hand comes up and then Freddie's glove is there. Isn't oh, that yeah. the one? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. where the glove reaches and grabs yeah. the mask. And yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah. And that was everybody. You could hear people in their cars just cracking up at that scene. <laughs> so that was why we were waiting forever for that Freddie versus Jason movie because of seeing that. And so we were like, oh, this is going to happen any second now. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, my least favorite, I I apologize, Susie, but it is Jason X. I am sorry. <laughs> it's actually a tie between Jason X and Jason Takes Manhattan. And the reason Jason Takes Manhattan is on this list, since we already talked about Jason X, and I won't go into that one, but Jason Takes Manhattan is on this list because the title says Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason does not get to Manhattan until like the last, like, He's on a boat most of the time. So he doesn't even get there until towards the end of the movie. And I'm like, you wasted all this time when he could have been just taking Manhattan. Instead, he's on this boat for most of the movie. It's just kind of wasted potential. So that's why that's the bottom, bottom oh, of. No, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree because it was like such a like I I completely forgot about that movie. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it might just rather be titled like Jason takes a boat and some nondescript exactly. random alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, like you had stupid. like have him do some kills on the Statue of Liberty or something. That would have been yeah. really funny. Just throw someone off with a torch. <laughs> Yeah, something. I mean, yeah, it was like, it was so stupid. That shouldn't have even been called Jason Takes Manhattan because it made no sense to put those together. Yeah, totally. Okay, well, before we get into favorite final girls, I do want to talk about some of your favorite kills, Megan. I always like his head squeezes. Uh, I know it's like super violent and everything, but it is always <laughs> satisfactory because I'm not a very strong person. So it's kind of cool to see it or like the eyes popping out one. Yeah. I don't remember which movie that was from, but that was another really fucking cool one. Uh, I just liked his sheer strength, honestly. Like, don't get me wrong. The machete stuff is cool, but like if I want to see cool kills like that, I watch Michael. But I, I just liked Jason's sheer strength all of the time. And even in the video game, I don't know if you guys ever played it before, um, they they let you, like, have access to new kills and stuff. And, like, it was really fun to get, like, some of these ultimate kills. And those were more, more satisfactory to me. Um, I didn't know how to play very well, so uh, my ex-boyfriend would play it. And then I would just, like, be like, yes, get that. <laughs> and then I would just cheer him on to get the ultimate kill so I could vicariously live through that. Um <laughs> But the video game is a lot of fun. I will say that the Jason franchise did a great job with their video games because they also came up with some really super fun kills in that capacity. <laughs> Susie, what are some of your favorites? Oh my God, there's so many. I don't think, oh my God. Okay, I'm going to list the ones that like come to mind first, but there are just so many in the in like the Friday universe that it's like naming them all would like... Yeah. <laughs> Two hours. Yeah, it would take hours. We would be here and describing the intricacies of each. Anyway, so like one, like one of my tops is definitely the Kevin Bacon kill in the first one where we just like see that arrow just like poke through and just like get him right in the apple and the blood coming out. Like, yeah, some good. And I'm a fan of like Tom Savini's work. So that's like some good Tom Savini. Ness, yeah. <laughs> to have um the kill in Jason X when he dips the girl's head in like liquid nitrogen and then just like smashes it to pieces <laughs> and it's just like a deflated balloon of a head. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason when he grabs when he like uses his machete to just like smack that one girl and she goes flying and just hits a tree. <laughs> There's yeah. the 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 one kill in the remake with that one guy who starred opposite Jensen oh, Ackles in Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Jared Padalecki. I'll say his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he kills the one girl by like just stringing her up over a campfire and toasting her like she was a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. It's too funny. Just uh just like any time when you see that like Jason is having Gale time, just killing the youths, dismembering and murdering in his in his own fashion. Like I can see him skipping through a field of like daisies or something, just like ah. With a sign that says "No sex here." <laughs> no sex yeah. here. No sex here. Yeah. No unprotected sex. No unprotected right. sex. Yes. Yeah. He's a strong proponent of having 
Protected sex? Protected sex, yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, you, you're not wearing a condom? What is this? What is this? You need to be safe. If we're going to screw, be safe at least, Jesus. <laughs> I love how much you love Jason. This is amazing. I love how she's been describing these kills, like things I have forgotten, and she's just me too, me, man. And I'm like reliving it in my head. So thank you for that. <laughs> I know you're giving me a bigger appreciation for Jason. Oh, it's oh, it's just so fun, so fun. And this isn't even like a kill, like that he does, but like when he's going up against telekinetic teenager Tina. Telekinetic Tina, she drops like a whole porch on him. Yes. And he just like comes up like a freaking daisy, like it's nothing. Like, oh, that's just a Tuesday morning. This thing is just made out of waffles. I don't care. <laughs> Let's get her done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we have to. I'm just going to first mention the sleeping bag and in seven, the, with this, which is the one with the telekinetic Tina. Because, you know, that is the one where he does take a woman in a sleeping bag, yellow sleeping bag, and just <laughs> bangs her against a tree. He bangs her like she did like a, like a rug. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to get the dust out of. It's just like, boom, dead. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's like, it's like it's Bob like, Ross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just beat the devil out of it. It's just like bang, boom, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, so we have to mention that one. So Sasha, shout out to you because yes, it is amazing. And we always had it in our heads. And I'm wondering if there was another sleeping bag kill because I always had it in my head that he did that and then a smiley face appears. Well, when I was watching it today, that doesn't happen. But in number six, he does take a man... <laughs> throws the man against the tree tree impales him he like a branch from the tree like impales him he slides down the tree and then you see a bloody happy face on the tree so i think i was mixing the two together i think all of us have because all of us have this memory of him smashing a woman up with you know in a sleeping bag and then a smiley face appearing well there wasn't one we just watched it today so i think we mix them up together or i'm still of the belief this did happen and we're just I don't know. And I can't remember which one it was or something, but I love, I love that smiley face into the tree kill though, because it's just so funny. And I like his kills better when they are that kind of stuff instead of just the machete, like when they're a little bit more creative, <laughs> his creative kills. Like there's one also in six. I think there are some great kills in six and there's one where that stupid character i don't remember his name now I, I wrote it down somewhere but anyway but they're driving back in an rv and he's just had sex with the other woman and they're driving back and she's in the bathroom because jason had hopped aboard the rv and he took the girl into the bathroom and he bangs her head like smashes her head into the uh, bathroom wall and then on the other side you see just the imprint of her face and it's just so funny it's just like okay and then you're thinking this whole time he's gonna go and kill you're, you're thinking like with Michael, how Michael all of a sudden, you know, knows how to drive. And everybody always talks about that and complains about that. Like, how does Michael know how to drive? But you think Jason's going to do that with the RV because he's going to go up and he's going to kill the driver. But instead, he just kills the driver and doesn't care that the car is going to flip over because why would he care? He survives everything. You know, and I also think that one, that's number six. I think it also has a great where he comes back where Tommy Jarvis, you know, goes to the grave, digs him up like an idiot. <laughs> 
fucking idiot and then sticks him with that metal rod and then a lightning lightning comes strikes the metal rod and that's what brings jason back to life <laughs> and he's got the maggots and then he just comes I mean, it's, it's amazing it's just incredible because uh, i know that's not a kill but i just think that's one of the best parts of him coming back but yeah i think just just some and i think there's also a kill in the in the seventh one where there's like a balloon prop or something and he uses it like it's one of those sticks that you put on a balloon yes and he uses it and sticks it in the eye <laughs> it's, it's hilarious i just remembered another sleeping bag <laughs> Okay, see, maybe that maybe it's, this is not, it's not the same. Oh, it's okay. not because I was like running through my head the different ones. And Jason X, when he's trying to kill the people aboard the spaceship, he goes into a hologram room and they show him like two promiscuous college girls. <laughs> <laughs> and they look at him and they're like, We like drugs and premarital sex. And you can see him reach towards them. And the next scene. He put one in a sleeping, he put them each in their own sleeping bag. And then he's just beating one with the other. Oh. So he has his sleeping bag and he's beating the other one with it. <laughs> Two birds with one stone, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. No, but I think the reason why, like, the smiley face thing and the sleeping bag kills probably get, like, merged into the same is that... Most likely, except for the kills, like, every Friday movie is mostly the same. Because, like, yes. the first, like, 45 minutes to an hour, it's just the boring youths that have, like, no substance whatsoever until you get to the kills. And that's part of why I really like it, <laughs> these movies, yeah. is because I'm I'm there for the kills, man. I love myself some good kills. Like I could care less about the make because mm -hmm. they don't really make you care about them too. So I don't feel any guilt when they die. I'm just like, yeah, get them. <laughs> that's, that's exactly the whole thing with, and that's why I said I used to not like these because I was like, well, there's no point to these, but now I see kind of the fun campiness to it. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. Is That's why in this odd, weird way, you're just rooting for Jason because <laughs> you're just like, you know, oh my gosh, these people are, who cares about these people? Plus they're stupid. They do things like, oh my gosh, in this, in the seventh one, the guy who his cousin has been murdered like for a long time. And, you know, she's like, um, Tina, she's like, so do you have a picture of your cousin? And he pulls out his wallet and shows a picture of his cousin. And my sister and I were watching this together today <laughs> and we're both like, who carries pictures of their cousin in their wallets? I mean, really. On it. I mean, I know it was just a plot device. But so we made jokes about that. Like my sister's like, yep, yeah, here's a picture of my grandma's mailman. <laughs> like, like, I feel, oh my God, that's just so funny. Just so dumb. Like, and I can imagine like that camp factor being up to like a 10 if he like opens the wallet and like a whole like oh, a that been card of photos falls out. And he's like, let me see. Oh yeah, she was my cousin. <laughs> that would have been awesome. They should have done that. That would have been that so funny. Been great. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. 
It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, so I want to know, I know we all prefer Jason in these movies, obviously, from what we're saying. But Megan, do you have a favorite final girl or final guy? Because they're having final guys in these. So I do like Tina just because of the weird factor, I guess, the whole telekinesis thing. Um, when I was watching Jason movies, I was also interested heavily in Carrie. My mom was very concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Tina because she really just tried like face on doing this on her own. And I was like, that's badass. Like, I would never, but <laughs> that is absolutely badass. Like, yeah. I would run the other way, but good for her for trying like I always admired the Jason girls for always trying like I mean really putting their full heart into it even though this man is an unbelievably strong and like crazy and doesn't die really yeah no it has to be Tina for me though because just the because I remember the porch scene so vividly in my mind and mm-hmm. like she really thought she did something there she and then did. he gets up and it's just like well Okay. Um, but I, you know what? She kept going in her own way. Um, so, like, that's my thing is, like, a lot of these final girls in, like, the other movies, like, they're always, like, very hopeless. But I feel like the Jason uh, final girls, they, they keep going. They keep trying. I mean, they really put in that oomph, and I admire that. So I think, but Tina, though, I, I don't know, I guess just because I like the telekinesis thing, I mean, that's just what I'm into. Uh, she has to be yeah. my favorite. and then Susie yeah I have a lot of appreciation for Alice Hardy because she was like our very first final girl in the series and it is fun to see her go from trusting Pamela completely to then like realizing and being like oh crap (laughs) she's gonna get me too (laughs) this woman is unhinged like yes I marry that and like, I also, I really like Ginny in the second one because she is using that, like, psychology knowledge to, like, the best of its ability and doing her darndest to survive this mama's boy. Because he is a mama's boy. Let's be yeah. real here. Yes, he is. <laughs> and I'm assuming very spoiled as well. Sorry, Jason. But yes. By your mom and by me. <laughs> Just putting that out there. By me? <laughs> yeah. Did you... Did you not- <laughs> I know you're hot cocoa. It's true. And wrapping him in a blanket, and yeah. yeah, I want him to be like just cozy and happy. Yeah, just just that. <laughs> and also Tina, just oh, just the telekinetic teenager. Oh, it's too good. <laughs> She's using her mind powers. Like oh my god, <laughs> it's just too good. And I do want to give like a special shout out to Tommy Jarvis because yeah, especially in the final chapter, because it was just really cute to have one of like the final quote unquote final girls be a final kid child, <laughs> a final kid who, who who also again uses his knowledge of his special interest to kind of like get the one up on Jason as well, which I think is really like fun. And also kind of related a lot to him as well. Like being a kid who was very interested in like special effects and stuff and just seeing him use that against his foe is is a lot of fun as well. Yeah, and, and he survives and he's in like three yeah. of them. So it's pretty, it's, yeah. And played originally by one of the Corys, Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was going to give an honorable mention to Tommy Jarvis as well. So yeah. Uh, Ginny by far. Ginny is one of my absolute all-time favorite final girls period. So I have to give it to her. I, I do like Tina as well. And, and yeah, Alice has a good, is a good call too. Um, but Jenny just for me is she's the smartest one of all of them, I think. And I, I love her scene in the barn where, when she puts on, you know, Mrs. Voorhees sweater and puts on the mother's sweater and uses her psychology to, you know, outsmart Jason for a time being until Jason sees his mother's head behind her. But I, I, I really liked that. And I liked her a lot. And I thought the performance was actually really good because let's be honest, most of the acting in these is, is not very good <laughs> yet so far, but I thought she was, she did a really, really great job in that role. The actress whose name all of a sudden is escaping me, but I, I really love her. I think she's great. I think, yeah, that's definitely my absolute favorite. Okay, so I do want to talk about this with these ones in particular is how women are treated in these films. Because as I said in the beginning, you know, women are very much, you know, there's a lot of tits and ass in these movies. Lots and lots and lots of it. So, Megan, how do you feel women were treated in this franchise? I always felt like they were villainized, uh to a certain degree um i mean the men were like obviously like they would get killed and stuff but especially it seemed like the women like there was this whole huge thing about not having sex and it being like a risky thing and not doing it even like with the subpar like plots they had like a lot of the women like were very much pushed into these awkward things with their boyfriends or these guys that they're interested in and i didn't care for that but i think that's why i like jason because I knew he would come and kill them all at least um, and, <laughs> and and at least put an end to that other suffering. But like, I think it was like the first attempt of just like pushing this abstinent agenda. And I'm like, ah, I've never been a fan of it. So I think that's why I was always like subpar to Jason, but it was a campy way of going about the abstinence agenda, I guess. But um yeah, no, I never liked how the women were treated. Uh, it was always this very, like, demeaning kind of thing. However, the final girl gave me hope always, like, oh, well, maybe there's just, like, a little bit more. So, but that also falls in the final girl trope thing. And I think we've discussed that in prior episodes and how that can be a little bit problematic, too. So it, it, it's very problematic, but... I think these films, I think people need to go into it and remember this is for the killings. And yeah, if I don't think they're going to do any more Jason films just because there are so many at this point and it's like, it's, it's, it's a dead horse, but well, you never legal know. It's the and legal the legal issues. issues. Um, but if they do, I just hope like the women get more of a save. No, if it ever comes out like with a new movie anytime in the future or if anything happens but yeah I kind of always wanted more for the women personally yeah yeah and Susie yeah um as much as I do love this franchise I have to say like the treatment of women in this franchise is disgusting <laughs> they're just viewed as objects tits and ass and empanadas like that's not mm -hmm. a I don't like it and I don't like oftentimes in these movies women women are punished for 
wanting, seeking, and enjoying sex. Yep. And and they're punished by the quote-unquote righteous figure mm-hmm. <laughs> of Jason coming in and killing them for that. And like, and also the treatment of women, not only in front of the camera but also behind the scenes, was also really abhorrent as well. And that's something that it's just like, ugh, are you? Ugh. It always gives me that reaction of like, are you serious? Like, do better, mm-hmm. do better. And in a way, I do kind of hope that we can get more, more Friday content in the future, movies, hopefully, where we can have maybe not so much as an, as kind of like an abstinent punishing view. Because mm-hmm. Jason is a really fun character who is like, as, as much, he's, he's like pan murderous, like he'll kill anyone and everyone. Pan murderers, I love that. Yeah, yeah, like every everything goes. Like no one is safe, and like maybe some more of that, or maybe just showing like stronger characters and stronger kind of like final girls instead of like just one off final girls that get killed in the next installment. Because although as much as I love Jason, I feel like his series does need like a good strong like final girl that is concurrent and can just continues through the series, which is something that I really appreciate about Halloween. Yeah, I think uh, that was always my biggest problem with these is the way women are treated. And th- and this was why I do- always said I didn't like slashers. But I actually, you know, now I say that is my favorite subgenre in within horror. But yeah, the w- way women are treated are is horrible. It's basically if a woman has any kind of agency over her sexuality, she's punished. And she's punished in ways a lot of time that are very phallic. <laughs> Let's be real. A lot of the ways women are killed is very phallic in these. Uh, when you're watching them back to back, you watch the sex scenes, men will get up and they inevitably have like their pants on. I mean, and they've just finished having sex. And I'm like, um, okay. So they're fully clothed. The woman is completely naked. Like there's even a scene in, I believe it's the seventh one where these two people have just had sex. The woman's lying there. She has her breasts covered, but then she happens to laugh in a way that it's a fake laugh anyway. And she's laughing in this way that she only does it so that the sheet can fall down and you can see her breasts briefly. So it's like this thing of like, you know, they wanted to appeal to the men in the audience and they wanted to show them the tits and ass, but then they wanted to punish the women for showing their tits and ass. So it's like, this whole thing of you can be sexual up to the point that we we determine, we as men, determine is okay. And then once we think it's not okay anymore, we are going to kill you. Like you even see in the same one, the seventh one, you see the nerdy, quote unquote, nerdy girl who takes off her glasses, puts on the makeup, looks up pretty. And then, of course, once she does that, she's fair game for Jason. I'm not saying Jason might not have killed her before that but the way it is set up is showing it that once she is showing her sexuality once she's showing that you know her beauty even though i thought she looked better before but once she's showing that you know that beauty that is supposed to be the ideal then she gets punished for it so it's like this weird thing of like you know it's that whole thing of wanting the virgin and then wanting the slut so it's like men want the virgin and they want the slut they want the Madonna and the whore. It's that whole thing. And it's played out a lot in these movies. And that's my biggest, biggest issue with this franchise 
and a lot of other ones too. But I think this franchise does it more than anything else. It's one of the things I always appreciate about night, the nightmare movies, like we discussed, is women are treated with a lot more respect in those movies than they are in these. Women are just, I mean, seriously, we do not, I'm sorry to burst any guy's bubble out there, but we, at least I don't, I don't sit there in front of a mirror when I'm brushing my hair to get ready, just in a sans bra and just underwear. I mean, I'm not saying that I've never walked around naked in my room or something like that, but it's not something we normally do. And I don't know if my panelists do, but it's not something that women don't always just go around just with their, you know, with the window wide open and the drapes pulled up. And it's just like, we just walk around with our breasts just showing everywhere. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that the way they show it is like, that's all women are good for is for that. And once we use them, then we're going to dispose of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be so sexualized. I mean, that's the exactly, other issue. Yeah. It's like, like even if women do do that, it shouldn't be such a sexual experience for men constantly. Like, maybe they just need to do that so they can dry off the lotion that they just put on. Because I do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'll do that when I'm like getting ready for bed. I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take off my clothes, walk from this place to that place. But I'm not doing it in a sexual way. I'm doing it because it's more convenient at that time, or I just got out of the shower or something like that. Yeah, I do that. I mean, I wear like the Jason mask, and then I use the machete as a sensor bar. Like that's how I go around my routine to get ready. <laughs> sensor bar oh my gosh that was well, we gotta keep promoting the abstinence Aaron. i mean it's very important yeah you know? true yes you know it's just like oh yes nothing to see here <laughs> well you know what's interesting is and i'm i'm bringing this up because i do think a good companion to this would be if you go listen to the bed wet or behead episode that i guessed it on where we chose between um freddie and jason and michael and spoilers so if you want to skip ahead a few minutes here but spoilers we wed jason which really surprised me because i was like oh we'll probably be fighting over you know michael and freddie but freddie actually was the one we beheaded and then we slept with michael and one thing i said about jason which is why this is so interesting to me because he is thought of as such a puritanical character and that he's very anti-sex i said because i'm i've you know, we've talked about our BDSM episode, so I'm into that kind of stuff. I said he'd actually probably be really into that kind of stuff. And he'd be someone that you could be because I'm more of a dominant. So he'd be someone that could play that submissive role. Honestly, I do think that with this character, because even though Honestly, he's so angry, right. he needs right. that. Yeah. Listen, he's always in control, exactly. all these complex, yeah. intricate kills. He just wanted he just wants to blow off some steam. Maybe yes. privately and just like let someone else take the reins because he's like, I I killed like 15 youths today with like <laughs> five different methods for each. Can you just like take control, please, and just tell me what to do? Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm honestly like, I'm so tired. I can't even think about how I want to like fuck you right now. But just like you tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. mommy needs. <laughs> yeah. That's part of it too, probably. Yeah. So I was like, for he him. would be a really for good him. sub. <laughs> Yeah, he has definitely has like a mommy kink and also like a sleeping bag kink. Like those two like feature yeah. heavily in his fantasy. A mommy and a sleeping bag kink. Yeah, yeah. So I, so anyway, I'm just throwing that in there because I do think there is that thing. If you were to analyze him sexually, I do think there's that part of him there that kind of, even though he's always in control and he's always so angry, I think losing that control for, depending on who it was, if he could give that control. I mean, we're not going to analyze them too deeply. Sorry, but 
maybe like a final girl but <laughs> maybe yeah 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 you know who give like succeed ultimate power to i feel like maybe tina because she can like really like they'd be like equal stance almost with like with the powers mm-hmm. and such like oh yeah yeah that's that's a good point yes here's susie yes. and i taking it too far <laughs> Hey, I you go listen to that bedwetter bed episode. I talked all about, you know, you know, using handcuffs and all sorts of stuff with, with Jason. So <laughs> I, this isn't something I really want to do, everybody, by the way. <laughs> Just to preface that there. But I want to kind of close out talking about because there's legal battles. The reason we haven't they've been wanting to make new Jason movies for a long time now. Uh, they wanted to, you know, revamp the franchise. They wanted to reboot it. But there's all these battles with the writers and the studios, all this stuff. And just in case you didn't know, uh, the writer won a massive legal battle to reclaim the franchise recently. This was just in September, like late September, which is giving people hope that they think that maybe because of the writer one, um, you know, reclaims the rights, maybe he will relaunch it. So, yeah, so it's it was a battle between, you know, the producer, Sean S. Cunningham and um, or sorry, it was waged between Miller and Friday the 13th producer, Sean S. Cunningham and Miller won this battle, which is a huge thing. So I want to know, Megan, I know you already kind of answered this, but would you want to so you don't want to see any more of these? Is that correct? Or do you? I mean, honestly, unless they treat the women better and I actually see like a true like character development out of him the way I saw in Michael in these newer movies, mm-hmm. I would then be interested. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they're, they're not going to ever be able to replicate some of the kills that were in these prior movies. I think they could even do better, honestly. Um, I feel like these new Michael Meyer movies kind of have that echo of the Jason kills a little bit with how innovative he's gotten, I guess, because he's yeah. had four years to think about it or however long. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of time to think. Um, <laughs> but uh, if they do with Jason, I feel like they could go even further with the campiness. Um, but as a writer myself, I, I know that struggle of uh, dealing with people who uh, – don't necessarily uh, have the best intentions for your work and uh, you you feel strongly about it. So I understand where the writers are coming from. I just hope that if they do create a new set of films for Jason, that they're just a little bit more culturally sensitive to the times and less just kill, sex, kill, sex, kill. Yeah. Makes sense. And Susie. Yeah. Um, I I would honestly love to see more, like obviously <laughs> more Jason content. Um, like especially I would love to see movies with like updated, updated stories, updated characters, updated tropes, stronger final girls, just stronger characters overall. Yeah. And I would love to see people get really, really creative with the kills because I feel like there's so much like potential out there to like come up with some fun new things. Yeah. And like we've we've seen like a sample of that in the in the new Halloween Kills movie. And I would love to see how that transfers into how that kind of creativity could be explored or like expanded upon within a, a Friday movie. Um it's not like we haven't had Friday movies. Um there have been two fan made films that are actually mm-hmm. really good. One of them is called Never Hike Alone and the other one was is also kind of like a 
The second one is a sequel to that, uh, Never Hike Alone in the Snow, I believe it's called. Uh, they're both available on YouTube, and I definitely recommend giving them a watch because they're really they're really good, and it really is kind of like a love letter to the Friday films. But it's and not only I don't just want to see film content; I would love to see like other content as well. There's a really popular game <laughs> among the youth called Dead by Daylight, and it features killers from various franchises. Michael Myers is in it. Ghostface is in it. Freddy is in it. I would love to see like see them introduce Jason in it, and I think that would be really fun. And it, I would like to see what kind of like character stats they give him, and like what they do with kind of like that story, and see what kind of finer girls they pull into it. Because in that video game, Michael does have Lori as as one of his opposers, and I think it's really fun. And I would love to see the more stuff of the Friday the 13th video game. It's just, there's a, just so many things that I would love to see because I do. I really, as for as much as I recognize the issues within the franchise, I just, I have a lot of hope for its future. <laughs> and I would love to see more of them. Because <laughs> everyone else gets stuff. That's true. People get Chucky. People get Scream. People get Michael Myers and Freddy. What about us? What about Jason? Poor Jason. <laughs> They're leaving him to drown like the counts counselors did in the lake. <laughs> Someone fish him out and throw him a lifesaver. Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it might be. I, I agree a lot with a lot of what Megan said as far as like, I would hope it would be a little bit more progressive, I guess would be the best word to use. But I do think it might be kind of fun to bring Jason back a little bit differently, maybe have a little bit more, like you were saying, Susie, a little bit more of a, a backstory and stuff. I think it was both of you kind of mentioned that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would be fine with Jason coming back. I don't think I'd roll my eyes. I mean, I, I have no room to talk. I got, I, I'm insanely excited about, you know, the new Halloween movies. So it's like, I, I mean, and that's like the, the latest one was like the 12th movie. So it's like, there's no room to talk. I mean, I can't say I don't want these because there's so many when there's so many of all the other ones as well. So as long as it's done well and maybe adds a little bit of a twist and maybe updates, it's updates it, excuse me a little bit, then yeah, I'm fine with them bringing it back but i don't know if it'll happen i mean i think even though that big battle was one i think they still have a little bit of time to go. i'm sorry susie we'll, I know. we'll I put do, it out there we'll i have put so it much out hope there. for the future let's manifest it new decent film, new friday film new friday film new friday film there you go yes we are doing the beat ask tina for Lots help <laughs> ask yeah. tina for help you know <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and close out. This was fun, and I want to say again, Susie, you have given me a new appreciation for this character. I do want to say, Truly. so thank you. <laughs> oh my god, you don't, you, you don't know, guys. You don't know how big a compliment that is. Like, Aww. you can't see it, but I'm, like, blushing and smiling so hard under this mask. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, thank you so much for that because you you did give me a new appreciation for it. So, and I think you'll give our listeners a new appreciation too for Jason, if they didn't already love Jason. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so Megan, 
our resident anonymous person. Are you staying our resident <laughs> anonymous person? As always, I will remain in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Someday maybe that won't happen. Well, no, Sasha's no, no longer Sasha's, anonymous. Sasha's outed herself. Yeah, she's you are oh. the only one who has remained anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. I like being the anonymous one and gives me the own slasher vibes. Maybe I'm the slasher. Maybe I'm the villain. Like, who knows? Oh, yeah. In our It's a Fandom Thing movie. <laughs> Coming to a theater and no, no. <laughs> hey, maybe. Um, In 2017. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Susie, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at SusieQ underscore SC. And there's a second underscore for Instagram. And you can find my dog's Instagram at Benny underscore Felicita. So, yeah, come like follow us. We have fun, silly times. Yes. And come see the live tweet that I released onto the internet. Yes. Susie's go look back on, even if you don't watch American Horror Story, seriously, go look back on our live tweets from Double Feature because from both parts, but especially I think the second part, just because the second part was so atrocious. And so I think Susie's live tweets were amazing during that. So even if you don't like the show, it doesn't matter. I think her tweets are spectacular and you should go back and look at them because I think we're all funny, honestly, but Susie is like way above us when it comes to like puns. Susie's and... a special kind of funny. Yes. Susie is <laughs> oh that special funny that you just enjoy and you always chuckle when you pass on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Exactly. See, this is the little did you know, Susie. This is the Susie Appreciation Hour. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! My things hurt so much. Aww. I'm well, gonna pull good. muscle. You guys stop. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a muscle. I love you, Susie. Uh, and this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at e April Beauty. The e and the a and the b are capitalized. Once again, the majority of my content is still Finn Whitrock. It is probably going to be Finn Whitrock for the foreseeable future. He has a movie that is releasing today in theaters. I don't know by this time if it's going to be near me, but to be able to see Finn Whitrock on the big screen would be would be very nice. So I'm going to try and go to the theater. And, I, and Susie may be coming with me. I don't know. My, <laughs> my other Finn fan fan uh say that like 10 times fast but we'll see like i said you know i get on kicks and then they go away and i move on to the next person so we'll see if this one goes away anytime soon be sure to like the show on facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on twitter at fandom thing pod no it's in that one on instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on tiktok at it's a fandom thing pod i'm trying to promote that as much as i can and please if you have any tips about as far as the creation of stuff like things that we should maybe try please reach out to me or the other aaron because we both are confused by tiktok but we think we're doing okay but come reach out to us and let us know if you have any tips uh, but if you would like to be a potential interview guest on the show feel free to reach out to us at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com and remember we have that offer up for some potential guests. Susie will make you her special hot cocoa. If you don't know what that is, go listen to the clips. It's on our 
uh, it's it's on our Instagram. We tagged some people in that. Uh, the other Aaron did. And it's on our Facebook. And then it's also on our Twitter. And it's also on our TikTok. So you can see, you can he- listen and hear what kind of special hot cocoa Susie will make for you if you want to come on the show. Because we're not above those briberies. We can't do financial bribery. But we can do hot cocoa bribery. <laughs> Yeah. And depending on the franchise you're from, I'll I'll try to do like little themed marshmallows in the shape of said characters from your franchise. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's 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 incredible. We actually will have a week off from live tweets unless I think of a movie we should live tweet or something because then the following week we're going to start our Dexter live tweets. Uh once again on Thursdays, I haven't <laughs> Megan's excited for Dexter. Uh, So I'm going to be trying to get some people together to do those live tweets with me. And I do still want to do live streams since I loved doing those for American Horror Stories. So I want to try and do those too. I'm thinking we might start an hour earlier though, because I know it was pretty late when we did the American Horror Story ones. So just tune into our social media, follow us there, and you'll be able to find out when we're going to be doing those live tweets. We are doing a special Dexter episode in December. It won't be all the episodes, obviously, but we'll be talking about what we think so far. And I'm trying so hard to tamper my expectations. Jen, my um, podcast brain twin, you know, she said she's worried about me because I'm getting so excited about it. She's worried I'm going to get let down. I'm worried too, but I'm, I don't know. I have hope. I have hope. Please don't. I have hope too. If if Yoda or Luke Skywalker or any of them can have hope, I can have hope too. Okay. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. That was awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, next week we are wrapping up horror. And how we're wrapping it up is we have an interview with Neil Frazier from Neil Frazier Graphics who is amazing. He did, speaking of slashers, he did the most amazing poster for our horror trivia contest that he is selling on his website. It is with Freddie, Michael, and Jason, and it is the most incredible poster. I bought one. Uh, You can buy them individually, so if you don't want all three, he is selling them individually. I don't know if he's out of them, so, I mean, they're, they're incredible. They're just so amazing. When he showed me the proof of it, I was just like, oh my gosh, and we all said, you need to sell this. So I'm glad he did. So I'm really excited about that because he's also just a really great guy. He will be on our horror trivia finale as well. Uh, And then we are going to be discussing the movie Us along with Tiff and Bex and Kim from Big Reputations podcast are both going to be on as well. So that will be a lot of fun. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.